Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Thanks for being here with us. 888-900-3393. Also, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. You might notice that uh, Keith had a rather serious bee sting recently. <laughs> it was a it was a big bee, you know, uh, kind of like in Santa Claus the movie when he comes in all bloated and like eighty pounds fatter than he was on the Friday before. How about those Atlanta Braves? <laughs> That's good. right, Keith. Good. Atlanta good. Braves. I don't know. Did you watch the game last night? Uh, no, I didn't. They were great. Surprisingly, <laughs> Falcons lost. They didn't even play. They did lost. you listen to the Connells though this morning? I did. They're okay, great. good. 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 <laughs> uh, so uh, Jeffy obviously filled it in for Keith, who's taking a couple of vacation days. Uh, and you know what? A great time in the world to go on vacation, right? isn't it? Just a great time. I mean, I don't think people are not going on vacation. I mean, yeah. Where do you go? I I mean, all there's honestly, so many states have all these restrictions going to and fro. I mm-hmm. mean, you can't go into a state without being locked down for 14 days. Seems like it. Yeah, we we have some really uh, close friends who came in from Utah last night. They had a, I guess, one of their flights got canceled, so the flight that they had comes here and then stops. And so uh, we went to the airport and picked them up, and it doesn't resume until this morning you know because of all the cancellations and the weirdness that's going on but they booked a a thing in cancun and uh that it was 22 percent occupancy that would be kind of cool if you do go on on a vacation right now it's kind of a cool time because you don't have anybody crowding the beaches and there is social distancing you're good yeah exactly so you got that going for you uh triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three also, very conveniently, uh, because my show prep is on my computer, it just decided to restart and download all kinds of new stuff. Well, that's helpful. Yeah, updates and stuff I'll never know that is even there, won't ever use, but mandatorily, just shut down and restarting. Hey, thank you. But don't worry, because it's already at 2% complete. So I would think by eight thirty nine o'clock it might be at four percent. It might You're be good. at four. No, it works. Quit your whining. <laughs> well, oh look at that! It's working on updates now. Good. Yeah. So I mean, it's, uh, it's already so. Don't turn off my computer. I, I does it even let you do that? If you know, this is like a. It's like it's like it's communism. The fact that it just shuts <laughs> it down on its own and and decides when that's going to happen normally gives you a warning. Does it? Normally. But not always. I don't think it always does because I don't remember telling it it was okay to you know restart <laughs> itself right before my show. Pretty would, sure I wouldn't have would, said that's okay. That wouldn't have been a choice. <laughs> no, really. No, not my first one anyway. Okay, not my first choice. <laughs> so uh, we had this uh, really fun. This is kind of cool because we're gonna we're gonna get into the presidential election a little bit. We've got uh, Biden working on. Deciding who his vice president is going to be. They're talking about when they're going to do debates, if and when, who's going to moderate. So there's a lot of stuff that's starting to crank up because we are less than 90 days away from the election now. Right. Look at that. We're within 90 days. I think it's 86 or 87 right now. Yeah. I mean, it's under, it's <clears throat> under 90 days, which is just seems like that's an, it, I can't believe we're here. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. 
And uh, so Biden's Biden's out uh, actually campaigning. And every time he does, you just realize, guy's not all there. He's just not. <laughs> Come on, man! All no there. way. That's why I was surprised this particular tweet was from the Cleveland Indians instead of Joe Biden. Let me read it to you. <clears throat> they just tweeted, If for you and it could field was and you for it was to be should you for $10,000, would you do it? <laughs> Wait, <Hey>. what? <laughs> what? If for you and it could field was and you for it was to be should you for ten thousand dollars would you do it i'm not really sure to tell you <laughs> don't quite know how to answer that i guess that's been uh that's made the rounds uh yeah it throughout has. several you know over several years oh around, has it really around, uh, around sports yeah there were uh, madden and somebody else actually tried to diagram it on uh on their telestrator so past. is it a real thing from the Cleveland Indians, or is that where it started, or I'm, yeah, it's, just sure it's just a made-up thing? thing that they, they try to have the sports announcers do. Oh, okay, and uh, you know the telestrator. I, I don't. Uh-huh. I think Madden, and I forget who the other guy was. I was looking to see if I could find his name real quick. Um, oh yeah, Mike Fratello. Uh, both tried to diagram the sentence on their telestrators, and according to this, both gave up. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, I mean, so you would think. You know, it was either tweeted, not necessarily by the Cleveland Indians, if it was real, uh, but maybe Joe Biden, and even more likely, maybe Al Sharpton. It's one of those. Yes. And we much and we must much about that be committed kind of thing. Right. And we know that. Yeah. We know for sure that uh, Booger McFarlane couldn't have done it on <laughs> Monday Night Football. <laughs> Uh, it looks as though they've made the, uh, you know, they have taken the... Uh, they made the change. They made the, it looks like they've made the choice that uh, Pat Unleashed program gave them to flick the booger. Uh, <laughs> so I believe they have done that. My flick the booger campaign worked. <laughs> I think it did. Yes, you have so a campaign that actually worked. Foreigner, foreigner to the Hall of Fame has not worked, and that's been a, you know, crusade for quite some time. Yeah. But flick the booger, flick which the we booger just started worked. six or eight months ago... <laughs> Did work. It looks like it has worked. <laughs> looks like they're going to have uh, Steve Levy, Brian Greasy, and Lewis Riddick, and then uh, as a second team, mm. Chris Fowler and Kirk Herbstreet because maybe college football doesn't happen. Ah, if it does, I they love throw that. Chris and Kirk in there. Yeah, Levy's not bad. That's pretty good. And yeah, Greasy, Greasy, Brian Greasy. Yeah, I mean he's okay. He's not bad. And then as a backup, you got uh, Chris Fowler and Kirk Herbstreit. Fowler and Herbstreit. I mean, that's a pretty solid backup. Those two, those two are probably they should have been the main. arguably the best. Yeah, right? but yeah, that's yeah. college football. Right, I mean, they're not they're not going to take them away from their that's their true. mainstay. No way. True, but that's awesome that they finally did something campaign work. with it because yeah, the Flint Booker campaign. Wow, how about that? All right. <laughs> Uh, 888-933-93 and it Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Now, if we could just flick the Fauci, uh, we'd be all set. Uh, but that's not going to happen. St. Fauci of DCC is still still out there and and speaking until he's blue in the face and the guy uh, talks till he's hoarse and everybody, everybody listens to every word that flows out of his face because he's so brilliant and he's always been right. Or the opposite of that. I'm not sure which. <laughs> Has he ever been right? Even in the 80s, 
I mean, some of the things he did and said and decisions he made when he was battling, we were supposedly battling the AIDS epidemic in the early days. Right. Uh, some of those decisions were incredibly questionable and a little bit fishy in some cases. Uh, but he was being interviewed by Sanjay Gupta, and then they were taking some questions from people online, and uh, somebody asked him about, well, okay, what are you doing that's, uh, first of all, how did this go so badly when we're the United States of America? And, you know, and we've got a worse situation than most countries on earth. And secondly, how, what happens if we have another pandemic? Are you even, are you better prepared for it now? Here's what he had to say. Dr. Fauci, the title of this series is When Public Health Means Business. And thus far, it seems like we haven't meant business at all. The United States has 4% of the world's population, but 25% of the world's COVID cases and deaths. For Pause it for a second. Is, By the way, quick update. 24% on my computer now. 24. Uh, so we're skyrocketing <laughs> through the update, just so you know. All right, let's see Go the rest ahead. of this. Affluent <laughs> and influential. That is a catastrophe. My question is, knowing what you now know, what would you do differently before the next pandemic or during it? Okay. Mm. Well, I, I think there's two parts of that question, sir. Plot. One is, you know, how we, how we might explain how this happened and what I would do different. Mm -hmm. And then what you would do different for the next pandemic. I think preparedness, we put together a pandemic preparedness plan as we were trying to respond to the threat of the pre-pandemic bird flu back in 2005. And again, it was a plan that was a reasonable plan. And in fact, when it was evaluated independently by Johns mm -hmm. Hopkins, mm -hmm. it stated that it was our preparedness for a pandemic was essentially number one in the world. But what happened when the rubber hit the road on this yeah. and we did get hit, we had the kind of response that was not as well suited to what the dynamics of this outbreak is. And what happened is that we had a bit of a disparate response. We, we live in a very big country and we often leave the decisions about the implementation of things at the local level. Pause it and for what a second. we've seen is a great- Yeah, uh, St. Fauci, that's called the constitution. <laughs> I- Hate Don't you hate the Tenth Amendment at local level? Uh, you hate it, like when the decisions that aren't <clears throat> specifically spelled out in the Constitution by the federal government belong then to the state. Huh? We often, well, we often, <laughs> we leave often leave them some of to the state or a local municipality. What insanity! Who would do that? <laughs> he just. He just talked about the structure that the founders set up. Yeah, in China, they've got centralized government. Yes, which sends out the mandate and everybody follows. And they only have like two people that have died from COVID. Yeah, right. So, right. so it worked it. really well. Yeah. Communism in this case worked really well. Uh, <laughs> they seriously have. They list... Uh, 84,000 now. 84,000 84, with the disease, but only 4,600 deaths. Last I checked, and that okay. was last yeah, week, I think. But... 4,600, and we have 155,000. That's a lie. Yeah, of you course it's that. a lie. Uh, all right, let's see what else he had to say. The local level. And what we've seen is a great 
disparity in how mm-hmm. individual states, cities, etc., responded. The critical issue that I think we need to look at how we can get that down is that when you look at the curves, and it relates to Sanjay's graph, that when we went up and then started to come down, everybody got hit badly. China got hit badly. Europe, particularly Italy, France, and Spain, when they went up and they responded, they came all the way down to a baseline so that when they started to reopen their countries in a very careful way, they had to deal with little blips that could easily be controlled. When you looked at our curve, it's telling. And that's the thing that bothers me. We went way up and when we came down, we came down to a plateau of 20,000 cases per day. That is not a good baseline. We needed to get further down so that as we went along over weeks and months, we stayed at 20,000 per day. Some parts of the country did very well. They came up and they came way down. Other parts of the country held it so they didn't even go up. But there were so many different players, as it were, in the country that the totality of the country, the sum net of that was a flat line that was very high. And then when we decided with the guidelines of how we can open America again, for reasons that we obviously couldn't stay shut down forever, was having terrible economic consequences, terrible consequences on employment, we decided we would try to take steps to open. Hmm. And when we Mm -hmm. did, Mm -hmm. we didn't do it uniformly. Some states did not pay attention to the, um, the benchmarks or the checkpoints. Others did it fine, but the citizenry within a state or within a city actually did an all and none phenomenon. They said, we're locked down, so now we're just gonna let it fly. Now you could say, no, that didn't happen, but the numbers tell you what happened. Because what happened Mm -hmm. is that as we began to open, we went from 20,000 a day to 30, 40, 50, 60, and we even peaked at 70,000 new infections. Wow! The deaths had gone down nicely. That was good. Now they're starting to Uh go up because of the cases that went up. Mm -hmm. So we had a disparate response. We didn't all row together. We had some went up and some went down. And there are parts Uh of the country you could look at that did very well. But totally, as a nation, nation, we are in that situation where we've got to get that control way down to Mm -hmm. a low baseline. Right. Okay. So, had nothing to do with the thousands and thousands and thousands Thousands of people that went into the streets were yelling and screaming and breaking windows and setting fires and not social distancing, in many cases not wearing a mask. But even if they were wearing masks, they're yelling and screaming and chanting right next to each other. The protests had nothing to do with it? Right. Right. That drives me out of my mind. It's like it didn't exist. It's because of our disparate response in the localities. That's what did it. And we should have done it uniformly. Oh, okay, so the protests where where 10,000 people were all jammed in together uh, and chanting, that had nothing to do with it, huh? Hmm. That's, a, that's interesting. That is. It's interesting. Is there a number of people can call about that, Ivan? <laughs> yeah, it's right there. You've got to be kidding me. 
that's just, it's despicable that they completely ignore the obvious cause of this. One of the main causes had to be those protests. Had to be. It had to be. I mean, do you, I'll never forget the shots of Los Angeles. Do we have the shots of Los Angeles right. on that street where the crowd stretches out for miles? They're all jam-packed. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Uh, but the disparate, uh, non-uniformly uh, reopenings, we didn't do it carefully. We should have done it carefully. Uh, but I don't even know what I'm looking at here. Uh, what is that? Uh, is that just uh, what a sea of signs? Is all I see. Right. Is all I see. I, I see some people that are fighting against a, a worse disease called racism, and that's not gonna hurt them. <laughs> I mean, look at that. I know. That had nothing to do with it, huh? And then all of a sudden, you know, three weeks or a month later. Los Angeles is on fire with this disease again. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Huh. What a coincidence. Hmm. Must have been the disparate response yeah. that Los Angeles had. Right. You know, to the to the virus and to reopening. I don't know that L.A. ever reopened. Uh, I don't know. Did they? they? Maybe a Not little. Not like Texas. Maybe a little, but yeah, no. Not like Texas at all. It was these protests. Uh completely caused this not completely but i'm sure it, we're a main cause certainly added of the spike. Uh, you know greatly to the yeah greatly to the numbers there's no question and everybody's afraid to say it yep we, they refuse to say it they they won't they act like it had it didn't even happen <laughs> i just and it's still going on by the way yes still happening today uh portland is under what 70 days of siege unreal sure is all right, let me take 60 seconds to tell you about Patriot Mobile. While the left embraces the cancel culture, uh, well, let's, we might as well get in on the action, too. Cancel your leftist-supporting cell phone provider and make the switch to America's only conservative cell phone carrier, Patriot Mobile. They share your values. They're not going to charge you hidden, hidden fees. And unlike the big mobile companies, they don't send your hard-earned money to left-wing causes like P- Planned Parenthood. And you get the same reliable nationwide coverage and service and you get a company that loves this country shares your values and supports the constitution right now when you join their family of freedom loving americans you'll get free activation of your service and a free gift when you use the offer code pat veterans and first responders save even more so make the switch today call 972 patriot that's 972 patriot or visit patriotmobile.com slash pad. Patriotmobile.com slash pad. Pat Gray. Ah, uh, welcome to it. You believe it's Thursday already? I, it's the weeks go by so fast. I just I can't get my head around it. <laughs> Now, some would say every time, every time I, I say that, uh-huh. I hear Stu in my head going, yeah, the time stays the same. It flies by so fast. Uh, it doesn't, though. It doesn't say. It, <laughs> something is different. Something has changed. I don't know what it is, but something has changed. It does feel. It does. Now, we live in a world of feelings. Now. Yes, right. Um, you know, We're does, based on feelings. It does feel like things do happen fast. Mm-hmm. It feels that way. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It feels like 24 hours isn't 24 hours anymore. Yeah. feels like a day 
is more like an hour, and I, a week is more like a day. My father-in-law is always, uh, you know, I'm always giving him a hard time because he's like, that's when a dollar was a dollar. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, a dollar, a is, still dollar, a dollar. is still a dollar. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and I do. Yes. But the course. point is, uh, it does feel like time goes by fast. And speaking of dollars, uh, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, just used some of his dollars to buy the XFL. Oh, good. Is that a good investment, you think? Uh, I don't know. They've tried it twice now, and uh, twice it kind of didn't work out. But him being a, the face of it, that uh, might help. pretty strong. Yeah, and he did promote it pretty heavily before they uh, debuted in the spring, and then, of course, it got shut down after, what, two games? Three, maybe? Yeah. Because of COVID? Uh, so he... He's an eight-time WWE heavyweight yeah, champion. He's great. He was great. Eight times they wrote him into the script as the winner. Don't try this. Huh. Don't try. Wow, that. that's Bring really his championships great. down. Don't try to make it's it any so less. So stupid. Come on. The when WWE he was, when championship. When he was wrestling, it was awesome. No, it, it was awesome. It's never been awesome. Yes, that is not true. It will true. never be awesome. Man, I saw him at Monday night at Monday Night Raws uh, several times, and it was, they were great in person. Great, yeah, they were great. Oh, you've actually been to them? Oh, yeah. yeah my Elvis, my oldest son, was really big into it, and so at the time. They did all kinds of uh, events in Tampa when I was living in Tampa. Yeah. And so we used to go all the time. Yeah. What an great. incredible waste of time that must no be. No way. It was tremendous fun. <laughs> 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 what do you think you paid for the XFL? Did you see, Have you seen the story? Do you know? You uh, I have seen the story. I don't remember. I the whole XFL. He bought the whole league. <laughs> if you were to buy the NFL, I, I can't even fathom no, what that would right, cost just, you. Right. XFL, uh, 100 I think, billion. And I, if you're being, I'll answer you not seriously, but uh-huh. I think I do know the number. Um, he paid a billion dollars. No, he did not pay ten bucks. Dollars. <laughs> and it wasn't quite ten. Fifteen yeah, million that's dollars. What I, that's what I remember seeing. Yeah, the entire million. league was sold to Dwayne the Rock Johnson for fifteen. And fifteen million. million. He does, you know, ten minutes in a movie. He covers his debt. That's right. That's right. Well, you think, wow, how does he afford? Buying an entire football league because right. it's kind of a it's kind of a bargain. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's in the bargain rack. Yes. That's how he, you know yeah. when you walk by the, the the racks at Walmart and there's a whole bunch of movies in there. <laughs> yes. uh, that's what he did. Yeah, I know the racks. You know what? I will get the XFL today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, just an impulse buy. That's all it was. And so I don't know if anybody can revive it. Maybe it's Dwayne Johnson. Uh, we'll see. Have fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. It it kind of was. I, I well that and it'll be fun games. to watch how he revives it. I mean, that, yeah, yeah, it'd be fun to see him try to you know what he's going to do with it. But they just keep trying to build a, a football league alternative to the NFL, and it just it's never it's never worked. You know, maybe he turns around, he sells it to the NFL for thirty million, and walks away with That'd a profit, nice. and we're done with it. Yeah, yeah. You know, we yeah. just couldn't. Wish I could have made it work. Uh, I got a, I got a movie to make. <laughs> I don't know if the NFL would be, ever be uh, interested in paying money for a product that nobody watches, though. <laughs> you know, that's kind of been the issue with the NFL. Really? Yeah, that's been the issue. Huh. Mm-hmm. So, Weird. I don't know. We'll see, though. But good luck to The Rock. Also, uh, this is great. Richard Petty Motorsports just offered Bubba Wallace, uh, who is the black race car driver. 
Yeah, I'm aware of who Bubba was. <clears throat> An ownership about? stake in uh, in Richard Petty Motorsports. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Why yeah. do you, I mean. Yeah, no, it's good. It's a, part of his new deal. Is <clears throat> his contract expires this season. We're in discussions with him about an extension that includes ownership yeah, of course. in the team. Yeah. We're not, you can't, not only does he have to be a race car driver with them. Wow. Got to be part owner, right? Can't let him not be. Now, our our uh, NASCAR expert, Rob, in the next room, <clears throat> uh, he he knows about this kind of stuff. and I, It's my understanding, Rob, that he has never won a race, right? Has he ever finished even in the top ten? Finished in the top ten, yes. Top yes. five, yes. Oh. Win, no. Only in the truck series. So he's never won uh, a race said he won the in truck the NASCAR. Series. The truck series. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Which is like double-A baseball. Oh, uh, okay. Really? Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, so, Which is why you want someone that's finished in the top ten or top five and not won <clears> in the actual that's what you want. big races. And you you t- want him to be part of the ownership. Yes. Yes, you really do. You want to? He's aware of all levels of the race. <laughs> <laughs> I just—it's interesting to watch what's going on right now and see how people are just bending over backwards, uh, breaking themselves in half to um, include voices. Uh, yes, uh-huh. to make more voices heard. Yes. Okay. Mm, that's exactly right. That's. Those okay. were the words I was looking for, Jeffy. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. You. Because yeah. I think that's what's going <laughs> yeah, on, looking. my friend. I yes, that is what's going on. We're looking for more seeing. voices. We're going to give you one of those voices in a few minutes. Uh, we don't have time before the b- before the break. But Oprah Winfrey, you're you're going to love uh, her voice and what she is saying right now about more voices or or less voices or the voices that we're sick of listening to, like. Voices from Whitey. Um, you know, I'm tired of Whitey. So Oprah Winfrey the mm-hmm. spent years, years mm-hmm. uh, creating this brand <clears throat> yes. of inclusion, of everyone can succeed. Sure. Um, and well, and believe, she's I, kind of personified that, right? Yeah. Coming from nowhere, and now she's a billionaire. Huh. But I mean, she's I mean, multi. Oh yeah. I, I mean, what? I, I don't know how much Oprah's worth today exactly. A lot over a billion dollars. I say, yeah, I mean, yeah, a lot. <laughs> she's worth a lot. Yeah, I mean, she has a few homes to go away to. Mm-hmm. Uh, she doesn't necessarily live in the same dump like the rest of us, right? <laughs> and so you'd think that someone like that would be welcoming to others. You would think that, wouldn't you? And uh, want to help and say, yeah. you can do it too. Gosh darn it. <laughs> right. Get out there. Instead of it's impossible for you because of Whitey or whatever. The I mean, you can you, you can listen to what she has to say and decide for yourself what exactly uh, she is saying. But really, uh, Whitey's responsible for a lot of things. Uh, we've, we've held back a lot of people and we're still holding them back. Now, you might think you're not, but you are. So... I don't want to hear your whining or your belly aching about it. Doesn't matter what you think. Okay, you're a bad person. You're evil, and you've been holding people back, and I'm sick of it. And so is Oprah, I think. <laughs> so she's she's talking about it now. We are definitely there. Uh, and it, it is interesting when you talk about. I, I see 
I see questions all the time of what we can do to be more inclusive with bringing in more uh, Latinx voices, uh, more African-American voices. So the days of uh, merit Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, my always, every time I see a question like that, I would think, well, I would let them attempt to create an audience. And then Uh if they do, great. Then they've got some success. (laughs) Exactly. But that's not really what they're doing. No, it's really not. What they're doing is, um, or instead of discriminating against black people now, the discrimination is being switched around, turned to 180 degrees, and, and now it's going to be uh, on white people. And we're already, we're already being instructed every day on how bad we are. Uh, how responsible we are for everybody else's problems. Yeah, it's all our fault. And if you don't accept that, that shows just how racist you really are. <laughs> I mean, you you yep. can't even defend yourself without being racist. It's staggering to me. And to come out of Oprah Winfrey's mouth, a billionaire, uh, is just amazing. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed. On Twitter, more coming up. It's Pat Gray unleashed on the blade. It's true. Uh, I am. So is Jeffy. Filling in for uh, Keith today and tomorrow. Is it, is it next week too, or is he back next week? You know, Pat. I honestly, I don't, don't know. know. Do you um, care? Do you very little? <laughs> okay. <laughs> if I find out on if I find out sometime in the next couple of days that he's not going to return, mm-hmm. I'll be here. I see. Okay, that makes sense. That's good. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Uh, all right, we were talking about Oprah and her little get together. I don't know. She had some kind of special, uh, and she was talking about people's whiteness and the white privilege. Yeah. And it's uh, it's about time. <laughs> It is, it's about it? time. It is. Uh, here's what Oprah had to say. This is great stuff. I was going to say, and then I'll let you answer it. White uh, people, there are white people who are not as powerful as the system of white people, the caste system that's been put in place. System, uh, but yeah, they that's still, a big book she's promoting. Now no too. matter where they are uh, on the rung no or the ladder of success, they sure. still have their whiteness. They still, Thank they you. still have their whiteness. Yeah, Thank so you. no matter what. You can be poor as dirt. Doesn't matter. You're still white. So things are better for you. I mean, you know what? Screw you. I'm, I'm, I'm calling BS on this pile of stinking garbage. I'm sick of it. During this racist BS session, she actually got a couple of loser white people to admit their racism. Of course. Uh, of course. You can't. Wait, those, those are the, the meetings that they have are the, mm. the, are the forced gatherings at city municipalities and businesses. You can't walk out of there unless you admit that you're a racist. Right, right. You and can't. So she says, uh, whites have a leg up. You still have your whiteness. Uh, that's what the term white privilege is. It means that whiteness still gives you an advantage no matter what. It is the fundamental issue. So then during the discussion, Oprah talked to her white guests who talked about their own personal come-to-Jesus moments in admitting that they, too, might just be racist. Yeah, One man, Seth, told Oprah, uh, yeah, he must be a racist because he's never been actively anti-racist. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? 
What is that? Uh, so then it, Oprah says, well, you've become woke during this period and realized in that awakening that you are racist, right? I just want to know how that happened. Uh, well, what happened, Oprah, was is that, you know, black people like you started telling me that I'm a racist and, you know, you're lumping a whole race into that category uh, based on their skin color and I just bought into it uh, because I can't think for myself. Yeah. <laughs> That's really what happened, Oprah. I'm too much of a miserable coward to sit here and defend myself. <laughs> Isn't that great? Yeah. I never realized it's that I was a racist mm-hmm. until you told me that, uh, that I'm racist. That I'm racist. And I need to be anti-racist to be not racist. Yeah. Uh, stop it, white people. Stop this madness. I mean, her. Stop it. She's getting this. One of the things with her Oprah book club uh, this week uh, or this month, uh, she promoted the uh, the book Cast, which is why she keeps using Cast. The book, The Origins mm-hmm. of Our Discontents, um, mm-hmm. unspoken caste system that has shaped America and shows how our lives today are still defined. By a hierarchy of human division. How fascinating that is. Coming from a stinking billionaire black woman. Two and a half billion. A woman and a black woman, and she's worth two and a half billion dollars. Born in a small town in Mississippi. How did you get out of that caste system? How'd that happen? We Well, we let one slip through the cracks, I guess. <laughs> right, we're so Damn racist. It. We Damn can't it. catch them all. Yeah, we can't. <laughs> we, we, I mean, we throw that tuna net out there, and we catch as many as we can. We do. Dang it. And, and occasionally we catch a few dolphins, you know, in white people. Sometimes we accidentally catch yeah. a few white people and keep them out of the top rung of the caste system. But uh, And then every once in a while, you know, one of the, pe- one of the uh, people we don't want to be with us uh, will slip through and uh, even sometimes exceed anything we can possibly dream Thankfully, of. Thankfully, you've realized that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that you've now that, I now really, that I'm you've woke succeeded. Now. now I'm woke. Now that you've succeeded and mm-hmm. you've looked back at that caste system and realized, just, oh, you know what? This is despicable stuff. It really is. What is this but the same racism, the exact same racism they're fighting against? It's now just being directed at us. It's right. not right, and it's not okay. And if we don't stand up to it, we're going to be dang sorry very, very soon. Really sorry. Uh, it, this, it's unacceptable. Fortunately, there have been uh, some blacks who have stood up and said the same thing. They, they, that's madness. And they've told Oprah uh, that it's, it's disgusting what she's saying. I mean, it's a pack sure of is. garbage is what it is. And it's amazing that she's willing to... I know. I, I, I don't know what happened. Wow. I don't know what happened because... For so long, at least I thought for so long, that she was part of this group that at least was trying to uplift. Yeah, everybody. Right? Everyone. Right. Yes. Right. So everyone has an opportunity. Uh, that doesn't nope. seem to be the message now. Nope. No, she's got a whole different direction now. They'll be at your gates too. Oh. So, oh, you know, I don't know why you're you trying to. Yeah. Oh when, the, when, oh, when the Antifa crowd comes. They're not going to skip over her. Oh, that's Oprah. Oh, yeah, okay. she's a billionaire. Billionaires are evil. We were ju- we've been told that a million times by the AOCs of the world. There shouldn't be billionaires. There shouldn't be them. And she is one. So, 
how do you justify that? How do you rectify that situation? I just, uh, this is, it's beyond anything I, 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 I don't think a year ago I would have believed that this is possible. I mean, look at what they're doing right now. Even people like Oprah Winfrey, the most successful monetarily probably, black woman certainly in the country, I would think. She's got to be one of, I don't know, top five at least. Yeah. Uh, she's got to be. And there's a caste Uniformly system. Uniformly loved, on. at least was. Yes, yeah, Uniformly was. loved uh, around the country and the world. This either says that she's so confident that nobody's going to... to uh, stand up to this or she just doesn't care anymore because she's made hers she's where she needs to be and now she can really say how she feels maybe that's what it is uh i don't know <laughs> i don't yeah, know I don't but it's know it's despicable despicable and I, i'm not just gonna roll over and play dead for it it's just it's, it's, we gotta stand up to it otherwise we're gonna be very very sorry down the line also uh kelly leffler She's a U.S. Senator from Georgia, and she is also the owner of the WNBA's Atlanta Dream. She's a little unhappy now about some of the... Her investment? Yeah. uh, Well, the players on her team showed up wearing T-shirts with their opponent's name on it. (laughs) So they're campaigning, essentially, for her opponent. Because she said something about Black Lives Matter uh, being Marxist, and she doesn't want any part of it, and so now they're they're pissed and they're taking it out on her. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, pull the plug. Yes, exactly, exactly. She wrote a letter to WNBA Commissioner Kathy Engelbert, asking the league to reverse its decision to emblazon team jerseys with Black Lives Matter and say her name and replace the statements with American flags. Why? Again, because BLM, the organization, is a Marxist organization and one that is fighting against the nuclear family. Uh, and so she's paying for it w- with her team showing up on the court with her opponent's name on it. Wow. Uh, she's the owner of the stinking... Now, you might think, what, is she made of money? She bought a WNBA team? Right. That had to set her back, I don't know, what, $38, $39? I bet you The Rock paid more for the XFL. (laughs) Oh, by far. By far. Do we know how much the team, what team? Yeah, $38, $39, I think. I I can't remember if it was $38.95 or $39.95. I'm not sure. You only had to make the down payment of $18 (laughs) as she was in. Yes. Yeah, she paid (laughs) in two and a half (laughs) monthly installments of $18. And then then it was hers. (laughs) That's a good deal, yeah. actually. Yeah. Well, maybe not. Well, because then I, you end up with the WNBA team. That's true. And then what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me take sixty seconds to tell you about Keeps. If you're losing your hair, there is a way to stop that process. It works for about ninety percent of the men who use it. It's uh, it's there are two FDA approved products, and Keeps offers the generic versions of those. So that right there is going to save you a lot of money. But also, they take all the hassle out of it. You don't have to go to a doctor's office and go through a bunch of questions and things. You just sit in your couch, on your couch, probably, not in it. Well, Maybe sit on it. Well, Yeah, you could get in it if you want, lift up the cushions, get underneath. It's up to you, really. 
who am I to tell you My how couch. to use your couch? Thank you. Right. <laughs> so all you have to do is go online and answer a few questions and then snap a couple of pictures of your hair and post those. And then a doctor will ev- evaluate all your information and recommend the right hair loss treatment. And then it'll be shipped discreetly to your door. To get you started, we're going to give you half off your first order, too. 50% off when you go to keeps.com slash bat. That's keeps.com slash bat. Pat Gray Unleashed. So things going pretty smoothly still in Portland. I don't know what you're going to do in that city. How do you come back from this? How do you come back from 70 nights of rioting? Uh, buildings burning down. Uh, police precincts being set on fire. They're still looting. They're uh, setting fires to vehicles. They're destroying private property. And they're starting to walk through neighborhoods and chant and threaten and commit vandalism. Uh, everything... Everything in the city by now has been spray painted, graffitied, and it, I mean, it's just, it looks like a third world country now. Yeah. Portland it's, has been virtually destroyed. I, I don't know how they do it. I mean, there's a new uh, Gallup poll out now that talks about uh, how uh, the numbers of black Americans wanting police to uh, spend the same amount of time or more in their neighborhoods. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that is a shift now. I mean, we're actually starting to see people say, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not yeah, that big it's... a fan of people uh, mm-hmm. destroying things. Yeah. Maybe getting rid of the police wasn't exactly the right thing to do. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Uh, now there's nobody to protect us. You know, they, they, so The guys that uh, mm. kept my business from getting smashed and looted, yeah. those aren't that bad of guys <laughs> <laughs> right maybe we want them to stick around just a little while longer uh but here's a look at some of what's going on in portland right now just 30 minutes ago portland police released new information about the protests in north portland last night outside of Thank the portland police association yeah. building and they declared that situation a riot around 1 30 this morning that is after they say that protesters broke into the portland police association building damaged mm. the office, and mm-hmm. then set fire to that building. Portland police ah, say whatever. that that, that break-in <laughs> is under investigation. Portland police say that they are also investigating <laughs> someone firing shots at a nearby convenience store around 1230. Ah, that happens. You know, it happens. Oh, watch this. It, yeah. Are those okay. shots? Yes. The mostly shots peaceful fu- shots fired. You can hear those shots going mm-hmm. off in that video. The Coin Six team was there when the shots were fired from a car mm. as it sped away. According to police, a fight broke out in the parking lot of the convenience store, just a block away from the Portland Police Association building. Officers say right before those shots were fired that there were even more gunfire. They say one on a nearby Mobile Street, one car was hit multiple times. No one was hurt in oh, either good. incident. Mm. And then, just before 11.20, a truck was seen flying through a line of fences <laughs> that protesters had Jeez. dragged into the street. The truck had sparks flying everywhere. Look out, everybody. A motorcycle uh, was stuck 
oh, underneath boy. it. I'd like to get No one through. was hurt in this incident <laughs> as well. Officers say they spoke with that driver. Amazing. And the incident is under investigation. And Portland police are saying that they did not use any tear gas last night to disperse the crowds. And everything huh. ended up clearing up about 3.30 Oh, well, that's the not bad then. They're good. Yeah, they only rioted until 3.30 in the good. morning. I mean, there's plenty more buildings that haven't been destroyed. Sure, sure. There's a lot of buildings in Portland. It's a fairly big city. And so there's more to burn before it's completely destroyed. We have not destroyed everything. What are you bellyaching about with these mostly peaceful protests? A couple of shots fired. And so... (laughs) (laughs) Who among us, you know... Thank to, you. To use a Jeffyism. Thank you. Who among us hasn't driven down the street Thank and fired you. a couple of shots at crowds Come of people? On. Come on now. Come on. Come on. Are we that picky now that we say no rioting and no shots fired? <laughs> what do you want? A perfect society? Sorry, we're not going to be able to get there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. How do you come back from this? I really, I don't know. I mean, the country. I don't the know. country can come back. Yeah, but Portland can Portland come back from this? I don't know. It'll take a long time. You know, long time. I was really worried about Seattle, and then they finally, finally retook control of their city. Well, they're pissed and because they started. Out. They're starting to attack the the leaders, right? That's what did it. Yeah. When you went to the mayor's house, okay, yeah. now you've gone too and, far. And now they they went to the one uh, city council mm. lady's house, and she's pissed. In Seattle, or, yeah, yeah, and she's saying uh, they, I mean, yeah, they don't like it when meeting, they come to your house. She's like, "This is ridiculous. This is going on. They're at my house. They're in my yard. They're in my neighborhood. Right. This is ridiculous." Yeah. Oh, really? That's hmm. funny how that happened, isn't it? Isn't that weird? You didn't care about any of the businesses that were no, nope, those people were. That was okay for them. Yeah, that was fine. People are just blowing off some steam downtown. Yeah. <laughs> what are you, a racist? Let them blow off some steam. They're pissed. Right. Leave them alone. They're not doing anything. They're mostly peaceful. Right. You know, until 11, 30, 12 at night. Then they just, they only riot till 3.30. It's not like they rioted till dawn. Well, that was in, Port- that was in Portland. They did riot till dawn oh, that's in Seattle. Oh, tr- that is true. <laughs> All right, I take it back. Never mind. Still, it's fine, right? It's until, fine. Until Leave they come alone. to your house. <laughs> yeah. And they're in your front yard. Yeah. Different story. Uh, the night they said they were coming to my house, or a house like mine, I, I, I was pretty prepared just in case. Yeah. I mean, people are getting in trouble, right? I mean, we've got yeah. the people in Missouri. Mm-hmm. We've got the guy in L.A. who greeted pe- the Black Lives Matter movement at his oh, front yeah. door with yeah. a weapon. A black Didn't man, by the anyone. way. Nope. Just welcomed him at the door like, what are you doing at my house? Get off my porch. He's being yes. charged now. Yes, right. I mean, it's out of control. Sure is. It's out of control. But we're making the apocalypse fun. Oh, yeah, that's right. So stick with us. Yeah, with your Much witness. more coming up. Stupid. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Why do we do some of the things we do? I don't know. I don't. Know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> what am I resisting? I can't. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the institutionalization yeah. of the human psyche, or the manufacture of something or other. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> uh, I gotta. 
what what was it? He's, it's Who, the you know, whose conception under what paradigm? Under what paradigm? You know, you know. I'm just resisting. What am what I? What am I resisting? I don't know. The collectivization. Collectivization of manufacturing. Of the institutionalization of the human, human psyche. psyche. I'm yeah. not sure. I don't know. But I'm I can tell sure. you one thing. This is a symbol, symbol of reversibility. They can never eradicate the gun from the earth. There you go. Okay, so that's deep. <laughs> that's that's your deep thought for the day. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Oh, we had the other one in the fake Cleveland Indians tweet. That was a pretty right. deep thought. Right? As well. Yes, it was. So yes, it was. This one actually made more sense than that one. <laughs> Did it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't understand either of them, so I wasn't sure. But why yeah. are you okay. resisting? No, I, I don't know. What am I resisting? I don't know. Is it the collectivization of manufacturing? Uh, is it the institutionalization <laughs> of the human psyche? I'm not sure. Dude, I just don't know. Go bring your 3D gun, okay? <laughs> just. <laughs> He's gotten himself into some little hot water yeah too, he has uh, over yeah. the years over the he? 3d gun and other uh, things and other things yes other things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. other things you can look mm-hmm. it up for yourself <laughs> uh all right there's a uh, student at fordham who is well used to be at fordham now he's suing fordham for kicking him out kicked him out of school over a social media post and it, but it was such a terrible post you oh won't, no you won't believe what this are guy you, are you going to be able to say it or? well i i hesitate to but i'm, I'm gonna see and maybe it'll have to be uh, bleeped. Okay. But um, he's a Chinese immigrant, and uh, so his name is Austin Tong. And what he did was share a photo of himself holding a legally owned gun on Instagram to honor the 1989 Tiananmen Square massacre. Oh. How dare you? Universities don't necessarily like that, though. No, they don't. The, uh, the school also took issue with a post that was apparently critical of Black Lives Matter. How is this person still Ooh, walking around free? I How is he free? I don't know. <laughs> wow. I don't know. His uh, lawsuit insists that the school discriminated against him and attempted to suppress his First Amendment rights. That sounds about what they did. Uh, sounds like what they did. Even though a significant motivation for Tong's social media post was his desire to recognize a historically significant event for Chinese Americans. Now, the Dean of Students, Keith Eldridge, informed Tong that the school would be conducting an investigation into his social media post because they reportedly made, and I'm quoting now, members of the Fordham community feel threatened. Oh, no. If these pathetic little darlings (laughs) feel threatened... When they're not being threatened in any way, uh, they're the ones who should be tossed out of school and sent back home to their mommies. Please, can we get a grip on this? Agreed. Can we please, by all that is holy, for the holy love of Pete, whoever Pete is, uh, can we get a grip on this stuff? Now, of course, the answer is no. The answer is absolutely yeah, no. <laughs> it's no. No, we can't. Uh, and it's going to get worse if uh, if a Democrat gets elected any time in the future to the presidency. It can't be, you know, not just 2020. My contention is, again, Democrats can never again be elected as president of the United States. They're too extreme. They're too radical. They're too far left. When it's When it's so bad, and it's been this way for a while, but it's so bad that the revolutionary Communist Party USA is just endorsing the Democrat party candidate every time. They don't even have to run their own candidates. Why? Because Democrats are communists. They essentially are Marxist, socialist, communists, and they're fine with the Communist Party. Uh, They share so much in in common 
that they just say, yeah, we endorse uh, Joe Biden, which they just did again this week. It's amazing. Well, I mean, universities are, are all over. I mean, so are businesses. But universities all over are just tearing down history and, and just eliminating they history, are. right? Yeah. I mean, the University of Buffalo uh, are, is getting rid of something that, well, I mean, thank God. Thank God they're getting away. Uh, they're removing all references to Millard Fillmore. <laughs> uh, former president Millard, Millard Fillmore. Fillmore. Yeah, I I hate that guy. Uh, I mean, he was a former president. How many times Stewart. have we talked about how bad Millard sure, Fillmore thank you. was? Thank you. I, I mean, hate. The, I mean, look, he's a former president. Sure, yes. he helped found the institution at the University of Buffalo. Sure, okay, but uh, he also uh, so? had a willingness to sign the Compromise of 1850. Which include and how many times have we talked about the compromise of 1850? If we talked about it once, it's you know we we talked about it once because it included or the Fugitive the Slave didn't. Act, and uh, that his name we can't even we okay. can't even say his name. I don't want to see his name. I don't want to see his no. picture. I no. don't nothing. Well, I say we dig him up and <laughs> kill him again, and then put him back in the ground. That's what we ought to do. I to mean, I could feel more. Thankfully, I could go to <laughs> Buffalo again. Because I know that the University of Buffalo has scrapped yeah. Millard Fillmore. That's been stopping you. I, I know you've <laughs> said that a number of times. <laughs> I want to go to Buffalo this weekend, but no. not as long as Millard Fillmore is there. <laughs> and I'm like, Millard Fillmore's dead, Jeffy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it but doesn't matter. His memory lives on doesn't matter. Did, uh, did you some know that, of the buildings. Did you know that there. he signed the Compromise <laughs> of 1850? I mean, wow. Could, I know. <laughs> Look, that included the Fugitive Slave Act, my friend. I know. In 1850, okay? Yeah, okay. So so get rid of him. Yes. He's gone. 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 He's We're gone. We're scrubbing everything. At now, the some might say he's been gone for 140 years, but um, that's not enough. No, it's not. Okay? It is not, not enough. enough. It is not enough. Look, the university is committed to fight systemic racism. Thank heaven. Good. And by getting rid of Good. any mention yeah. or any picture of... Millard Fillmore? Yeah. That's their way of helping. Good. So. Well, that's going to fix things because a lot of people have suffered so. because of Millard Fillmore. Thank you. In the 21st century. Thank you. <laughs> There's a lot of people who would have great jobs right now and beautiful homes and uh, fabulous spouses if it weren't for that freaking Millard Fillmore. Damn him. <laughs> you know, he's going to get my PhD, but ah, Millard Fillmore. If only it weren't for Millard Fillmore, I could be a successful person in life. Thank you. Thank you. Every day I have to walk by the Millard Fillmore building at the university and I can't. And every day I fall down and convulse as I try to pass by. And I wind up crawling the rest of the way uh, to get away from it. So. so bad. So bad. <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, finally, really so finally, they're taking some positive action. Good. Thank you. Help with systemic racism. University of Buffalo? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, okay. All right. Great. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like I said, so many people suffer every day in the year 2020 over Millard Fillmore. <laughs> <laughs> That's my point. What a world. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. A guy trying to fill Millard Fillmore's seat, <laughs> the presidency. Uh, Joe Biden uh, yesterday was talking about his China policy. This is good stuff. I think you're going to like this. This might turn you around on the Trump thing. Oh, okay. No, it's okay. Now I've swung back to Biden. Uh, check this out. 
the way Trump, the way China mm -hmm. will respond is when we the gather the rest China. of the world that, in fact, believes in in free and in, 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 in Wait, open what? trade and <laughs> making sure that we're in a position huh? that the world uh, that that we that, deal that with we, WHO do, the right way. WHO. That, then, in fact, mm -hmm. that's when things begin to change. Of course, that's when China. That's uh, when uh, that's China's behavior is going to change. Okay. <laughs> right. What? So that's his policy right there. And you're you're like, wow, that's I mean, solid. That's a solid who, who China you vote, policy. Who are you voting for now? <laughs> who are you voting for now? Is well, if you question. have a brain in your head, it's Joe Biden. Thank you. Am I right? Thank you. On the China policy alone. <laughs> yes. Yes. On the China policy alone. And some people have been <laughs> asking, you know, about his cognitive abilities. Uh, abilities and you yes. know, Trump has made that a... Uh, you know, it's focused on that a little bit. Yeah. In fact, so have many people. Uh, he uh, was actually concerned about it. I don't know why. It. After the China policy, I, know. I don't know why you know. would think, you think to yourself, that "Wait, guy is sharp as a tack, man." Thank he you. is sharp as a tack. So the same show that he gave us his China policy on, he was asked about his cognitive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mr. Vice President, your opponent in this election, President Trump, has made your mental state a campaign topic. And when asked in June if you'd been tested um, for cognitive decline, you've responded that you're constantly tested in, in, in effect because you're in situations like this on mm -hmm. the campaign trail. But please clarify specifically, have you taken a cognitive no, test? No, I haven't taken a test. Oh, so you lied. Why okay. the hell would I take a test? Because you're slipping come on man come on that's man. that's like saying you before you got in this program if you take a test where you're taking cocaine or not what do you think huh what are, are you a junkie what do you say to <laughs> president trump who pause it for a second about if he's sniffing and doing this the whole interview and he's got white residue under his nose then yeah there might be reason that's the equivalent of Biden who screws up every day and yes. shows us he doesn't have the cognitive ability necessary to be president of the United States. And now all of a sudden he's like, oh, why would I? Why would I uh, listen to some listen to my China policy? <laughs> <laughs> listen to these uh, great uh, plans and policies that I've already outlined. I just spoke at, a, at Dartmouth uh -huh. on health care. Okay. At the medical school, or not, I, I guess, guess I wasn't no. actually on the campus, but the people so, from the medical school were right there. I, I want to be clear. Yeah, be clear. I'm not okay. going nuts. I'm not I'm sure whether it was not. a medical school or where the hell I spoke. But was, <laughs> okay, so he's not sure if it was a medical school or well, the, where, where the hell he spoke. Somewhere. I, I don't know. I was oh, somewhere right. doing something. And I, I, but uh, you know, I'm not going crazy. El Salvador and mm -hmm. and, uh, and to, to, to win and say El Salvador Honduras and say, look, Honduras. Well, folks, I eliminate one tax loophole. <laughs> Out of a trillion six hundred billion worth. A trillion six hundred billion. A trillion four hundred billion. Trillion four hundred billion. Out of a billion four hundred million million trillion. Excuse me, a trillion four hundred billion dollars. It's hard to even say it so much. And by the way, it's cost a lot of money. It cost about seven hundred forty million million dollars over ten years. Trillion. My long friend, time friend, and she's a friend. She's been my friend in and out of public life. Is she your friend though, or? We can do it, and it's going to take billions of dollars to do it, and billions. we can afford to do it. We can't, we can afford, we can't afford not to do it. <laughs> and I think, uh, so 
Secretary, um, excuse me. I wasn't a, no. press uh, going to say I'm okay. downgrading my column. Say. Senator Booker. Se I, I, the fact I, is that the bills that the president, that the, excuse me, the future president here, that, that, that the senator is talking about. Invaded another country and annexed a significant portion of it called Crimea. Right. He's saying that it was president, my boss, President, my boss. And they uh, said, you take my shotgun. I said, I have three. I now have five because my son died. Five. And I have three of his. Three of his. And you had three of yours. That's five shotguns. That's five so shotguns. Have a ma there you go. To control ah. drug prices. Mm -hmm. You know, the, it's, it's not, we're, we're no longer using chemical-based things. All right. this thing we're dealing with cancers and other issues relating to the immune system are bio-oriented. Uh, what? NATO. <laughs> The only people who reward, entitled to rewards, okay. are stockholders. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, mm -hmm. he is deliberately and completely ignoring the legitimate authority of the Congress, and he's doing what he, wa what he what does he with the complicity. Does with we also know we need <laughs> teachers. My wife is a full-time teacher, taught all, all during taught being during former being, vice president. During we, we choose <laughs> truth over facts. <laughs> Why would he take a cognitive test? Why would right. he? Why would he? Right. By the way, you know, I sit on the stand. Uh-huh. And it get hot. I got a lot of, I got, got hairy of, legs. You got hairy that legs. Turn, and the that, turn. That, 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 that turn. That turn. Uh, uh, um, blonde, blonde in the sun. Okay. And the, and the kids right. used to come up and reach in the pool and Ick. rub my leg down. And you, you so let it was And then watch mm -hmm. the hair what? come back up again. All right. They right. look at it. So it's I creepy, learned about Joe. roaches. I learned about kids jumping <laughs> so on my wait, lap. So wait, you learned about roaches? And I've loved kids, <laughs> kids jumping, jumping on my lap. jumping on his lap? And he's loved kids jumping on his lap. So why would he take a cognitive he... test? Why? And he goes on uh, in that interview that we paused with to, uh, <sighs> to really be decisive on what he's going to say to President Trump over the cognitive test. Let's hear it. Why the hell would I take a test? Why would you? Right. Come on, man. Come on, man. That's like saying you, before you got in this program, <laughs> if you take a test where you're taking cocaine or not, what do you think, huh? You a junkie? Are, are you a junkie? What do you say to <laughs> President Trump who brags about his test and makes your mental state an issue for voters? Oh, uh, that's funny. Well, <laughs> well if he can't figure on. out the difference between an elephant and a lion, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Did you watch that? Look, what? come on, man. I, I, I know on, you're trying man. to goad me, but I mean... I'm so forward-looking to have He's forward an opportunity to, to sit have. with the president or uh -huh. stand with the president in debates. There's going to be with plenty him, of time. Stand, lay and by with the him. way, I, as I joke with him, you know, mm -hmm. I, I shouldn't you, say uh, it. I'm going to say something I don't. I, I probably shouldn't say. Anyway, no, I, am, uh, I am say it, Joe. very willing to let the American public judge my physical and mental fit, my physical as well as my <laughs> mental fit, fitness. And uh, wow. to uh, you know, to make a judgment about funny. who I am. I mean, I'm laughing, but it's not funny. Got to it be really kidding me. Funny. It's not funny. It is sad. It's it's sad, but it's also frightening. It sure is. It's terrifying that the guy could become president of the United States. We can't have that. Okay, I am judging his mental ability yeah. and fitness, and he's not fit to be president. I know. Uh, wow, that is just astounding. Oof. All right, let me take a minute and tell you about uh, ScoreMaster. This was created by credit data scientists. The average ScoreMaster user raises their credit score 61 points in 20 days or less. Really, 
an incredible new science. They figured out the algorithm here on how to improve your credit scores. This works with all three credit agencies. And uh, one of our listeners has raised their credit 189 points in less than 30 days. Another uh, 102 points in 11 days. I mean, again, the average is 61 points, not, hey, I raised my credit score three points in just a year and a half. I went from 500 to 503. That's great. Wow. Um, Having your best credit score helps every aspect of your life, too. Getting a home loan if you want to buy a car, refinance your house, or, you know, even getting a job. Sometimes they look into your credit score. So, ScoreMaster will put you in control. You can enroll in just minutes and see how many plus points you can add to your credit score. You'll be shocked how fast this can happen and how much you can benefit. Visit ScoreMaster.com slash Pat. ScoreMaster.com slash Pat. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter where Paul Tertilis tweets, I think I'll file a lawsuit against the Fillmore estate because I didn't get my PhD or a lavish lifestyle. <laughs> Thank you. It's Millard's fault. Thank you. Freaking Millard Fillmore. COVID Bullet 23, breaking news. Newspapers at Buffalo refused to publish the comic strip Mallard Fillmore. <laughs> Because of its connections with Millard Fillmore. <laughs> Nobody wants anything to do with Millard anymore. No. You know, I know the University of Buffalo added a couple of names. Also, it's Millard Fillmore and then two other names, James O. Put- Putnam and Peter B. Porter, who I don't know who these people are, but they were uh, instrumental in creating the University of Buffalo. They're gone, too. Ah, it's about time. They're gone, too. We can't have any. Finally. Uh, Duct Tape Freak tweets, I had to do a report on Millard Fillmore in the second grade. <laughs> and pick a president out of a hat. I can't remember a single thing I learned about him except that he was the 13th president. Most forgettable president? No. Millard is. No. no way. It's, 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 he's seared into our minds. <laughs> seared. Thank you. Artificially Awake tweets, is there an amendment to the First Amendment that says we have the right to never have hurt feelings? There is in today's world. Yeah, sure. sure. Seems like it, doesn't it? Reality check is someone that's of mixed race. Maybe one white parent, one black parent. Are they only half a racist? <laughs> Can you imagine the internal turmoil in that person? Yeah. I well, give the, you Barack Obama. Yeah. Uh, uh, Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. Uh, you know, if, if the, it's amazing to me that they chose to be the race that's most picked on, according yeah. to them. Mm-hmm. You know, most uh, discriminated against, according to them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, why not never choose to be white? Mention they never mention the fact that they're they're part white. And if you mention it, I think that's supposed to be racist. Now you can't mention it. It's like, wait, um, aren't you half white? <gasps> How, dare, How you? dare you? How dare you? How dare you? Who are you, Millard Fillmore? <laughs> <laughs> uh, reality check tweets after listening to Oprah Winfrey yesterday, claiming that a specific color makes somebody racist, reminds me of a little child that didn't get their way. And saying anything they can, even if it's wrong, or a lie to get a non-justified position across. Yeah. And yep. it, we Again, we got to stand up to it. It's just, we can't let that lay. 
3393 also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, we also had we we did the Biden on taking a test, didn't we? Did yes, we already. Yes, we did. We showed. Why? You, why would he take his... a test? Why? Why would he take a test? I don't even understand the question. Neither does he. I don't even understand it. <laughs> Neither does he. <laughs> and we got we had Joe tell. I mean, we showed you uh, mm-hmm. how good he will be at president by his China policy, right? Uh, and and we also ran uh, down powerful. a number of other things that Joe has said over the years. And recently, within the recent, most of that stuff that we aired, mm-hmm. frightening as it is, wasn't that long ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, by the way, wasn't right. that long ago. And in that clip where he talks about the cognitive test, he also says that everybody lets it go. But he says, of course, I don't didn't take a test. Well, the question was, you said you take them all the time. Yeah. So yeah. have you? So obviously, they're setting up. They know he hasn't. They know he lied about it. They're giving him the out to to say that now of course not right and his uh one of his spokespeople uh kate bedingfield uh said the same thing that she she was asked about it on fox news yesterday here's what she said about the cognitive Uh, this came up the other day in that press conference he held first time Mm -hmm. in 89 days and the the question came Mm -hmm. from doug McElway, and when he was asked about he said i've been tested with regard to cognitive ability and i'm constantly Mm -hmm. tested i i just didn't know what that test entailed kate these, well, first of all, he's been tested every single day that he's been on the campaign trail. You know, he went through 12 debates right. in the Democratic oh, primary. Right. Uh, he stop. defeated 25 other candidates to become the Democratic nominee. Got it. He's Just done, to be clear, it wasn't a, it wasn't a, this wasn't a mental test that he took then, right? You're, you're talking about being right. tested in, in life. Being tested, being out on the campaign trail every day running for president right. of the United uh, States. Blah, but look, blah, this blah, is blah, really- blah, 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 blah. Shut up. <laughs> You guys lied, and yes. both of you have admitted it now. Yes. So thank you. Yeah, we got it. You, you're liars. I mean, you can't tell the difference between an elephant and a lion. Come on, man. So stupid. Uh, but yesterday was not a great day for the presidential candidates. Uh, here was Donald Trump talking about Yosemite Park. We want every American child to have access to pristine outdoor spaces. Right. When young Americans it's experience beautiful. the breathtaking beauty breathtaking of the Grand beauty. Canyon, Beautiful. When their eyes widen Tremendous. in amazement as old faithful bursts into the sky. Sky. When they gaze upon Yosemites, Yosemites, I'm sorry, towering what? sequoias, <laughs> their love of country grows stronger and they know that every American has truly a duty to preserve this wondrous inheritance. But I do have and the best words. that's what they're doing and that's what we're doing. We're Whoa. preserving an incredible mm-hmm. inheritance. All right. Amer- what, are, what are the best words I have is Yosemites. That's one of my best words. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, there's that. I read, you know. I actually, I read that. Uh-huh. It didn't come off as bad. <laughs> He's got no time for morons except Friday. It's Pat Gray Unleashed. All right, everything's fine. You know? Young Americans experience breathtaking beauty of the Grand Canyon. It's beautiful. It's their tremendous. Widened in amazement as old faithful. When they look at the Yosemites. Burst into the sky. <laughs> when they gaze upon mm-hmm. Yosemites, towerings, mm-hmm. sequoias, <laughs> their the love sky. of country. The when sky. they gaze upon <laughs> Yosemites, Yosemites, oh towering oh sequoias, <laughs> their sequoia. love of... Right.
He got it right. He yeah, he got Sequoia's right. That was good. That was good. Uh, please send help. We, we're, 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 in, we're in deep trouble right now. Please send help. Whether angels on high, aliens from another planet, please just send help. We need it right now. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Oof, man. All right, we got some uh, tweets and some cattle. We're driving to the town. But uh, the tweets at Pat Unleashed, Jeffy's droopy thong. <laughs> Ick. People should just stop paying taxes. If everyone did this, it would take eons for the government to sort through that mess. Plus, they'd have less money to keep and hire people to sort through. Yeah. and Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. <clears throat> mm-hmm. It's called jail time, though. That's why a lot of people don't just start doing that. Um, you first. Uh, and then we'll see how that's that goes. That's the problem. Yeah, I know. I know it is. That's why we need a flat tax. Uh, that's why we need, yeah. <laughs> let's let's go flat tax, fair tax. We can have that flat debate. Uh, petty officer, you know, that's something we don't even mention much. No, we uh, don't. With all, no, we don't. With all the stuff going on, uh, there are some tax solutions that would really help. And nobody's talking about the fact that Joe Biden is talking about raising taxes by trillions of dollars. He's, he's even going to raise the death tax, which is uh, immoral and unconscionable yeah, to me. Uh, you pay your whole life, and then at the end of your life, after you've paid taxes on everything you own, now you also owe the government half of everything you have? Why? No, Why do they you. deserve that? No, thank you. Why are they entitled to that? Thank They're you. not. It's unbelievable. And you know, Pat, I mean, I've told, unbelievable. I've told you to stop talking about it, but nobody is talking about uh we have not mm. turned off the printing press. No, we uh, haven't. The printing press is uh I mean, we just continue yeah. to keep it oiled so it doesn't break down. Right. Uh and they continue to talk about I mean, we're going to we're going to have more uh coming uh within the next couple of days. Yeah. Uh, because they're going to bail out more everybody stimulus, else again. More bailouts. Yeah. Uh, Petty Officer America tweets, did Joe Biden just ask a black news anchor if he was a crackhead? (laughs) Thank you. If Trump had said the cocaine, what are you, a junkie line, that would be the the headline. Yes, it would. Yes, it would. There's no doubt about that. That's great. Uh, Nice catch on that. Replace Joe Biden with Donald Trump in that interview. Trump, no, he doesn't get away with that. Right, exactly. Uh, From Night Squats, I can't tell if I'm listening to Joe Biden or if I'm just having several strokes at once. (laughs) Yeah, it is hard, isn't it? It's hard. Uh, Oh, the humanity tweets, but has Joe been to Manaraniarawa? I don't don't know. No, his brother was, though, right? His brother made a bunch of money there, actually, in real life. In Manaraniarawa? I think so. Huh. That family, man. They're... That's amazing. COVID bullet. When you have to clarify that you aren't going crazy when stumbling while talking, you may be going crazy. From Comrade Snoobage, we need to all out. We need we need to out all presidents, especially James K. Polk. Yes. Oh, whoa. Was he a? Whoa. Uh, was James a? Wow. Was that one of our James K. Polk Tuesday facts? I don't. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think James K. Polk uh, <clears throat> did anything to. Uh, to, to warrant uh, being called a racist? Yeah, I don't think it had anything to do with systemic racism, but it's possible. Thunder61 tweets, it's getting to the point uh, Jill Biden should be impeached for allowing this to happen to her incompetent husband. This is just sad. I, yep, that's why we need the help. We need, we need help sent soon. 
Uh, from Poppycock. Uh, it wasn't an elephant and a lion, Joe. It was a rhino and a lion. That's right. On the cognitive test. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. he screwed that up, too. It was Cuomo that called it an elephant, right? Yes. Remember, it was Cuomo that screwed yeah. it up, too. Oh, Don Obama Lemon. Did? Yeah. Okay, don't talk down to me. I'm just guessing, okay? I don't remember. <laughs> Kara3022 tweets, uh, every time Joe says, come on, man, you know it's BS. Ah, no kidding. Social distancing ghost. Where does James K. Polk fall on the forgettable president's <laughs> list? Very near the top. Very near. Actually, I was looking at the timeline. He may have been a big part of it. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Of racism? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. he served. He, uh, we're mad at Millard for the 1850 <clears throat> compromise, and Polk was uh, just before Millard, right, in 49. 1849. Mm-hmm. So he was a big part of that uh, racist family. Plus, he went to war with Mexico. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Mm hmm. Kicked oh. their butt sideways uh, under Polk. That's right. Kicked their butt sideways. <laughs> we're taking none of that uh, with James K. Polk. Uh, right. That. That's right. Uh, from Tampa, Ken. So has Jeff? <laughs> has Jeffy been to Lone Peak? Has he been to Triple Peak on Mars? You probably don't understand that reference. It happened during the uh, Glenn show yesterday. <laughs> yeah, we'll explain that later. Uh, Landrew, are you of the body? tweets uh when will we see the university started by huggy bear <laughs> all right that's a starsky and hutch, starsky and hutch? Yeah. wow my grandfather nice. my grandfather yeah you told me that was used a, to watch told that. you that was a good movie yeah so you used to watch TV that all the show? time yeah yeah, yeah. your grandfather hutch. did yeah yeah huh yeah okay yeah with huggy bear the <laughs> the police informant as the the pimp mm-hmm <laughs> Well, you seem to remember what your grand- grandfather told you oh, about Oh, he talked the- about it nonstop. Did he? talked about it nonstop. Okay, well, no wonder then. He loved that show at the time. It was a great show. I loved Starsky and Hutch. That was one of my favorite shows when I was a kid. It was top, top-notch show back yeah, then. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. They had a cool car with a racing stripe. Right. <laughs> the Starsky and Hutch show, yes. Remember David Soul? Uh, he was one of the actors. Yes, he was David Soul. He was Boy, Starsky. He was- I think or Hutch. I don't know. Ooh, he was one of them. I don't remember which one. Was he was. Starsky. I think he was Starsky, but I'm not sure. But he uh, came out with that song, uh, "Don't Give Up on Us, Baby." Yes, remember that's that a big hit for David. Big hit. Don't give up on that's us, baby. baby. <laughs> <laughs> one of the worst songs David's ever soul recorded. Coming at you from Starsky and Hutch this morning. Coming Good up morning. on the All Request Lunch Hour, some David Soul. <laughs> 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 Make sure you call and get those requests in early. <laughs> and if you do, if you're caller number seven right now, you'll get a free lunch at Hardee's. <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow we're giving away double prices, a free lube from Harry's Auto and an Arby's and Jamoka <laughs> Shake. <laughs> wow, a Jamoka yeah, Shake. Yeah, Arby's. A t- That's huge. Yeah, right? That's huge. Thank With you. the lube? Thank you. With a free on. lube from Harry's Auto. <laughs> Come on, that's almost too much, you know. <laughs> I, I know. That's almost too much. Well, I was going to say, it's lunchtime, you, all requests. You can't do that every day. That's maybe a once-a-month thing. <laughs> you can throw out a double win like that. <laughs> all right, 888 uh, Something interesting from uh, from Senator Cruz yesterday. He's He's got this uh, – was this on his podcast, or was this as a senator? He, this was going on well he had a he had a hearing set up as part of a subcommittee hearing uh on antifa and uh first amendment rights i don't know why they won't 
First uh, what is the First Amendment rights? Was what is the love these yesterday. Democrats have with Antifa or well, Antifa? That, and that, that's I, his that's his point, right? Yeah, I mean, that's his point with is. the with the freedom of speech is that it's the right to peaceably assemble. Right. Uh, here's that exchange. And, and now there are all these attacks about Black Lives Matter and what they're saying. I mean, how many of us even think that defunding police departments is uh, it should be taken literally? I mean, I certainly don't. You don't? So, you Many know, we do. have this pesky uh, thing called freedom of speech. Mm. And I'd say the, mm. that the, the people who support Black Lives Matter and if they're calling for various boycotts and all that, that's called freedom of speech. And that's what this hearing title okay, is. Okay, she's got to look at her phone now. She just got a text. Protecting speech. So all I can say is, oh, look, we pathetic. should all join hands Ted's and, and denouncing well, and uh, <laughs> whatever words you want to use about violent extremism of all stripes. And I think we can all agree on that. So to constantly accuse Democrats of not caring about that is re- really, uh, I, I, I can only say that you, you aren't listening. So I hope this <laughs> is the end of this hearing, Mr. Else. Chairman, and that we don't have to, to listen to any more she of your over. rhetorical oh, yeah, speeches. Thank you very much. I'm leaving. Oh, all right. Uh, well, I appreciate ya. the, as always, kind and uplifting words of Senator Hirono. <laughs> uh, that's great. And I would also note that throughout her remarks, she still did not say a negative word about Antifa, nor has any Democrat here. I know. Uh, they uh, instead engage in a Good. political game where they depend. You're welcome to say something negative about Antifa right now. Oh, she's a- uh, No, I've already got my stuff I've in my go. hand. I, I, I gotta go. I'm... Okay. You're, not, yeah. you're not listening. Declined to speak, Ted. so that is the position of the Democratic Party. <laughs> Love it. Nice. <laughs> Way to pin her down. I know. That's great. I know. That's good stuff right there. No, I got a, I got a arm full of stuff. I gotta, I gotta go. I, <laughs> Look at the time. There's a thing. I just got a text I, when I was in the middle of speaking. Yeah, and they're telling me it's time, time to, to go. Time to go. Time to. I gotta run. Wish I could. Uh, I'd like to stay and say negative things, but I can't. So I won't. I mean, don't take it literally. <laughs> well, don't take it literally when we say defund the police department. All she's got is, you're not listening. You're not listening. Oh, wow. No, we're we're listening. We just, nothing coming out of your mouth <laughs> that's negative about Antifa. And she's agonizing. Oh, she is. is. She is. Horrific. I mean, oof. They all are, but she's, she's among the leaders. She's one of the top. In she is, man. Agonizing-ism. She's a senator. Yeah, it's hard to believe. Senator. Uh, All right. If you're trying to sell your home, you know what a challenge that can be. You need a really good realtor to get you through the process. If you need the house painted, they can take you through that. What do you need that for? First of all, I just want to stop you. What do you Mm -hmm. need that for? Because if you're like me, Mm -hmm. you 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 purchased a house in the past, and you uh, had to move and you sold it for a lot less money than you purchased it for. I mean, that's what you want to do, right? <laughs> no, that's not what you want to do. You want to sell it for more than you uh, purchased People it do for. that? As a rule, yeah. Yeah. So they yeah. purchase a house, yeah. and with the help of some sort of professional, yes. you can actually make money? You can actually money? make money on your home. I don't believe it. That's a weird concept, isn't it? It's strange. But they can get you through this. They'll be with you every step of the way guiding you through this process uh, because they've got great track records and really good marketing plans. And it's not just, okay, do another open house and let's see what happens. They don't just throw stuff at the wall. They know what they're doing. These uh, agents, this is Glenn's company, so these agents have been carefully vetted. And the same goes for buying a home. When you choose your agent through Real Estate Agents I Trust, you partner yourself with a competitive winning machine. 
Real Estate Agents I Trust. The name says it all. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blakes. And welcome to it. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Got this other video about uh, white people. We're, we're learning a lot about white people today. And I appreciate that from the Oprah Winfrey's of the world. Uh, we're being taught about our whiteness. Thank you. How bad a thing it is. Just, uh, I hate me. Don't you hate you? I do. I, mean, I hate you. And I hate wait. me. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. if you hate you, too, yeah. oh, that's yeah. okay. Because we're all, you know, I mean, that's the icky new, white people. Well, that's the it's new bad. me, too. Yeah. <laughs> right. It is. It's the new me, too. Yeah. The white privilege thing and the white fragility is the new me, too, of the moment. Yeah. Well, maybe it's just you, too. No, that's a that's a oh. rock band. That'd be a good band oh. name. <laughs> it, is, it is one. It is a band no, name. They have the, so they have, we're already there on that one. I'm not talking about the letter of the number. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so uh, white people uh, talking about their privilege, written all over their faces. Uh, check this out. What do you mean we're lucky to be white? <laughs> it's not luck. Oh it's God. privilege. We're privileged that people see us, not a color. Privilege that we don't get stared at when we walk into the room. Privilege okay, that we don't good. get followed by security when we go shopping. Or pulled over when we're in the wrong neighborhood. Shut we're up. Privileged because society was set up for society. And our side keeps it in place. And we're privileged. And that's unfair. Oh my gosh. Me too. Me too. I mean you too. I don't I can't. I can't do it. I can't do That's it. What, these are what the Oprahs want. And they're getting, they're, getting. they're getting it from all these complicit, uh, compliant, cowardly white people who are writing stuff with markers on their faces and, and, and doing asinine ads like that. It's embarrassing. It's ridiculous. It's despicable. We don't have to cave into this. In order to in order to lift up and 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 make sure that people of color, which used to be a bad thing to say, but now I guess it's perfectly fine, what, right? Uh, perfectly fine. People of color. Well, what color are they? I don't know. They're all kinds of colors, I guess. I the whole color of the rainbow. But um, you, we oh, don't. So now now they're part of the LGBTQ <laughs> yes. community, <laughs> and, and yes, okay. they are. Black Lives Matter is all about just that, the LGBTQQIA2 plus community. But we don't have to, you don't have to tear down whites in order to build up the other races. It, do, it doesn't have to be this way. I don't know why, why is this happening now? Well, that's the mindset though, right? We have to tear Yeah, we got to tear us down. down. It's the same with the United States of America. We're tearing it thing. down. Yeah, that's. To get us to the level of the rest of the world. Well, that's that's sh- that's not how it works, um, because be. it shouldn't be. Uh, it is. It is how it's working right now. That's what's happening, um, and we're going to be sorry once it's all done. Once the United States is torn down, who's who's going to help? No place else. There's no place else. There's no other beacon of freedom uh, like the United States of America with its constitution, with it, with its founding of freedom founding by the way wasn't in 1619 under slavery 
Its founding was based on uh, the Declaration of Independence in the U.S. Constitution. And that's why we have succeeded for 246 years. Instead, now we're trying to tear us down and get to the level of everybody else on the planet who didn't have the same freedom and the same ideas and the same offer people the same opportunity. So who's going to do that? And many China? Of, and many of these places, uh, by the way, who were trying to tear the country down to reach where they're at, uh, continue to want to come here. Yeah. For some reason. Strange, isn't it? It is strange. Huh. It is strange that such a bad place. Why right. do, why does everybody want to come here still? Because hmm. I don't I, I could be wrong on this. It's very possible that I could be wrong. But people are not breaking down fences to get to Managua, Nicaragua. <clears throat> are you sure about I, that? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Huh. I'm not sure. I wonder I if there's satellite wrong. imaging that we could check and, and see. You know, if the borders, uh, the borders of Manawa and Nicaragua are really crowded with people trying to, I'm sure the space in. station or one of the Google satellites has a. Yeah, we could train Google it on, Earth on the border has of it. Yeah, Nicaragua. <laughs> uh, all right. Also, all of this garbage is uh, fortunately spilling into Texas as well. Oh. Carol oh. ISD in South Lake, Texas, one of the wealthiest locales. <laughs> In the country. Uh, their school board is voting on a cultural competence action plan. Good. Finally. Good. Finally. What some call a culture of racism within Carroll ISD is a topic soon to be revisited. Up for a, a vote is a $425,000 budget item. A cultural competence action plan. Oh, my gosh. Created in part by the district's diversity council. Hmm, I didn't realize South Lake had a diversity council. That's great. I'm glad to hear it. I really am. Among its several recommendations, it calls for expanding use of an app for reporting inappropriate acts like several social media posts that surfaced in recent years showing students blatantly using racial slurs. I'd have to see those too. That was at a party. Yeah, that was. Was it? A, yeah. Were the actual the, race, racial yeah, slurs? They were, they, were, well, they were racial slurs when they, they were all rapping to some songs and stuff. And they were using. You're you kidding they were me. Using, no, they were using. The, so they were singing a rap song, though, or rapping a song. If I, I, if I remember the whole story, yes, that was it. That they, were, they were all singing, quoting uh, rap songs, yes. Um, and that was horrific. We couldn't watch it, and it was terrible. So, <laughs> okay. I mean. It's a lot about awareness. I don't think a lot of people realize just how traumatizing a lot of these experiences can be and how, at the same time, it could be so common amongst almost all the students of color who go to this school. That's what uh, one person pushing for this agenda said. Hmm. Okay. Are they voting on this on uh, which of the three multi-million dollar campuses yeah, Are for they one voting school. On this? Yeah, for I just want I just wonder. <laughs> and and I, at one of the multi-million dollar campuses, mm-hmm. they're already building new buildings on it. Right. Uh, there's yes, under they construction, are. been under yes, construction for a year and a half. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know which building they're using to vote on this. Their football stadium ain't bad either. Uh, well, houses what, about well, fifteen thousand yeah, people. It's beautiful, and it's 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 not odd. They're not all together. You know how high schools usually have. You have the school and you have the mm-hmm. stadium. That's impossible. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, we got to be. We can't have that. 
Well, it's too spread out. It's too big a campus. I mean, there's like almost, I think there's like 4,000 kids that go to South Lake Carroll. Yeah, that's probably. Uh, so they've got, yeah, they've got multiple but they do have, campuses. I mean, it's three, it's, they have two huge school campuses and then those and then the stadium campus, right? Yeah. They're also adding on to their their aquatic area or yeah, something well that, the swim that, well the that, swimming area that land that that school is on has <laughs> uh-huh. their aquatic building on okay but that's the one right. i'm talking about that they're building now what was the aquatic area like at your high school jeffy because mine <laughs> was was less than adequate i will you know, say to swim in i will say i will say that i will say we didn't have a separate <laughs> aquatic building you didn't no well, we we, did, we did whenever it rained really hard. There was <laughs> a pothole out in the parking lot <laughs> that got so you, almost deep enough to to be knee level. So you had a separate so aquatic. We center. had a separate aquatic area. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it was beautiful. It really was. That aqua- Have you been in there? Mm. I have. I've been. I in have that not been in. Room. It's beautiful. Is it? Oh yeah, it's really nice. Two. It's uh, two stories. Uh, all, all, nice. all, it's really nice. It's really. It looks nice, nice huge, from the outside. Uh, huge Olympic size. That might even be bigger than an Olympic size pool. Uh, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's really nice. Well, they shouldn't have all that. Probably is that what we're deciding? I, I, hope, I hope so. Uh, is I that what we're so. deciding? Because I I don't know what the cultural competence action plan entails exactly. <laughs> well, that's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if they're just going to knock down the new building that they built <sighs> and suffer through it without it. I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure, but but there's going to be an app that they can all look at, and they're going to solve the issues with the with that app. So. First and foremost, uh, which is our our demand number one, Carol ISD needs to declare that Black Lives Matter. That's what they need to okay. do first okay. and foremost. Well, when I open up the app, it better say that. It better, uh, and publicly condemn events of police brutality because that's what school districts need to do. Am I right? <laughs> We would argue if they don't declare that, then they don't really think that black lives, uh, black students' lives matter. That's that's okay. Oh, so okay, there you go. Then. There you there you have it. Oh, we'll have to get to this tomorrow because we're out of time now. Uh, but uh, I just read an article. D- have you read about the Pac-12 players' demands? Yes. Did we talk about that uh, I, when you I were here know. Wednesday? Or was it yesterday? Because they want. Uh, a split of the revenue. Yeah. They want to split it half and half. They want the exorbitant salaries of coaches and administrators to be cut. And they want an end to racial injustice in sports and in society. Solved. <laughs> Done. So, uh, we'll tackle that tomorrow because I, I just found an article from the Deseret News in Salt Lake City that the Pac-12 demands are completely reasonable. Yeah, they're, they're, they're totally they're, reasonable. They're on the forefront. Uh, what? What? <laughs> and oh, interracial injustice? That's doable by the Pac-12. 